This podcast is being presented to you by Monday Madness Sports Talk, covering all the latest in Chicago sports and beyond. Let's get it going here for the first ever episode of Mini Madness, the podcast extension of Monday Madness Sports Talk, here for the first time ever. So let's do it! Woo! This is Outside from Ixon. And this is your host of Money Mana Sports Talk, Noah Festenstein. So, some of you might be thinking to yourself, Noah, why another podcast? And why another podcast? And why another podcast? Well, let me tell you this. Podcasting is my bread and butter. It's what I love to do. It keeps me going and I love learning new things. And this podcast right here, Mini Manus Sports Talk, or shall you say Mini Manus Sports History, will be allowing all of us, not just you, but also me, learn new things about sports history. Each episode will encompass one to two pieces of sports history that I'm just going to research, I'll be talking about, gaining my own perspective on it, and also allowing you, the listener, to learn and be excited about the historical elements of sport. Because, you know, we I've only been doing Monday Mana Sports Talk since late 2015, and before that, I never got to, the chance to cover live sports, or any sports for that matter. So for you know me to do something like this in Mini Mass Sports Talk gives me the opportunity of talking about the most significant events in sports history. And that, to me, is great because I think history is the most interesting subject when it comes to kind of thinking back in time and learning something from it so that we can really put that learning towards good use today and for me in terms of sports i think that we can very much use that to our advantage as sports fans and you know learning about maybe the 1919 black Sox or you know the 18 18th century style of sport you know sports has been around for thousands upon thousands upon thousands etc amount of years and I want to cover all of that. You know, I'll cover medieval combat. I've talked about that before. I, I'll I'll go to medieval times and I'll cover what happens at medieval times. That's how much I'll cover anything. So for Mini Manus to be in existence now is great. I don't know when episodes will be posted every other week, every other three weeks, but I know that it won't be like the original week-by-week basis Monday Manus Sports Talk. However, this gives me the chance and you the chance to kind of catch up and what's up in the middle of the week when it's not Monday. So a lot can happen with Mini Mana Sports Talk. And since it's many, it's only going to be 20 to 30 minutes each episode. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. So this first episode is, you know, 
very timely for that matter because uh as a first episode you got to think of the first sports ever created so that is the topic of discussion today is not just the first sport ever created or the first sports for that matter as i have a list of sports here in front of me that i'll be talking about today is that not just that but what is sport like what goes beyond behind the definition of sport because some people who I've talked to recently have been getting kind of on my nerves about saying, oh, this isn't a sport. Or, you know, like soccer isn't a sport. Or like um, golf isn't a sport because you don't put action towards it. No, 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 no. That is incorrect. And people who like, especially here in America, and when people talk about, uh, let's take soccer, for instance, is that soccer is a sport that people don't pay attention to as much as the four major American sports that exist right now. And to me, it's actually kind of embarrassing to say that soccer isn't a sport when, you know, soccer was invented well before basketball and well before baseball and football, American football. Like, soccer was a sport before any of those were even invented. And that's what I'm going to get into today. So... By definition, according to Oxford Languages, sports is an activity involving physical exertion and skill in which an individual or team competes against one another or others for entertainment. So, um, think about that. And understand that the, the types of things that you say aren't sports... Compared to that, well, soccer, think about it. It's a team, physical exertion, running around. Those guys run like seven miles a game. And the like, like even in the Oxford languages category, they literally named soccer as one of the examples. So I'm just trying to tell you guys you know soccer is a sport for those who just say that it's not a sport because it's so boring watching people run back and forth see i get that but come on it's a sport so because i'm like looking at all these instagram comments when like espn or sports center posts a soccer video and then one of the top comments always says why are you posting soccer it's not a sport like come on bro come on sorry it makes me mad but you get the point so Think about, like, like, all right, for me, personally, one of the things I like to argue that is a sport is Rubik's Cube solving. And I've talked about this a few times, and you may have tuned in for the times I had talked about it, but here's my gist of it, is that Rubik's Cubing, speed solving, as the sports would call it, if it's a sport for that matter, um is the act of solving a Rubik's Cube as fast as possible. Now, my average is 25 seconds, whereas other people's averages sit around like 10 seconds, right? So you compete against those people to get the best averages. So that's the competition aspect. The mental strain, the mental and physical exertion of spinning the cube, especially the big cubes like the 5x5s and the 6x6s and the 7x7s, you're like fiddling around for like two minutes straight trying to solve the darn, the darn thing. You know, like, that, to me, is a sport because you're involving all three 
components of sport. Competition, physical exertion, and the individual aspect of competing. And exerting energy and skill as the component is simply skill. You know, you literally look at Rubik's Cube solving and be like, hey, that's a skill. That guy is skillful, or that girl is skillful because he or she can solve a Rubik's Cube. Alright, so that's my personal example. But here are other examples as to say these are sports. And by the way I want to exert that is to go back all the way to when the first ever sport was invented. So recently, I just invented a time machine for this specific podcast. And let's put it to use for the first ever time as we go back to nearly 30,000 years ago. Let's fire her up. Here we go. Turn that noggin. Turn that noggin. Here we go. We're going back in time. Ah, this is actually the first time I ever tried to use it. So let's see how how she works here. Oh, oh god. What is that? Ah, 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 I'm scared. Ah, ah, this feels weird. so scary are we are we there we're there we're back 30,000 years ago ah oh, seems like we're in the middle of a rainforest doesn't seem like sports are happening over here oh there's a little ladybug hi little ladybug <laughs> that is not a ladybug <laughs> don't, don't laugh at me like that Jeez Louise, you're, that thing is ugly. Honestly, I really think I put in the wrong date in that time machine. And I'm a little worried right now that um, sports are not happening here, and I don't know if I can live in a world without sports. What is that sound? O-M-G. No, it's not. I definitely put in the wrong time for this. I think we're back in the prehistoric age here. Is that, is that a T-Rex? Ah, ah, we gotta run! We gotta run! Oh, we put in the wrong date! Get out of here! Get out of here! We gotta get back in the time machine! Where's the time machine? Ah, 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 ah. Okay, we're fine! Right, we're back! We're back! That was so scary. I'm so sorry, listener. You had to go through that with me. That was so scary. I almost got eaten by a T Rex. Are we back? Are we there where we need to be? Oh, thank goodness. I see the runners. They're sprinting 15,300 years ago in France. We have made it to the first ever sport ever invented in running and sprinting. I mean, come on. You could have guessed it. I mean, the one sport where there's no equipment, 
you don't even have to wear any gloves if you don't want to, but you technically should, is that of running. And running is, this is the reason why I'm going from like the oldest to the newest types. Well, the newest being still BC time in terms of like sports being invented. And running is the obvious sport that was invented first. Like, the Olympiad games back in the BC era uh, really featured running and sprinting and long-distance running, and it tests the best of a human's endurance. So that makes the most sense. And it originated in France, which makes a lot more sense because that's Europe, and just interesting that France doesn't have any as much great runners as us Americans. <laughs> wink, wink, nod, nod. Um, but yes, running is believed to be uh, evolved from sometime about four and a half million years ago, but in terms of it being deemed as a sport, about 15,300 years ago in the Upper Paleolithic era. So um, that is interesting. So that is the first sport ever invented is running and sprinting. Let's go to the second ever sport, in which is one of my personal favorite sports, as you may know, is wrestling. Also invented in the Upper Paleolithic era, 15,000 years ago, from France as well. So at least we could just stick in France. I love France. Je ne sais quoi, as they may say. Ah, that's the only thing I know in French. Like, my international language knowledge is very low, if you know me. You know that. All right, so wrestling is another ancient sport whose origins are difficult to trace. However, through um, arts and, like, you know, early civilizations that have posted, you know, artistic paintings on the walls of rocks, you know, you may obviously... Uh, be able to archive those and figure out the dates of which those were drawn. And that was approximately 15,000 years ago. But the first depictions of wrestling as a sport can be traced back to the Sumerians, who lived about 5,000 years ago. So as a practice, it was practiced by the ancient Egyptians as evidenced by the several Olympic or wrestling Olympic scenes found in the tombs at Beni Hassan, which is a historical landmark, and historians believe that wrestling has been featured as an Olympic sport since at least 704 BCE. All right, all right, let's leave France and go all the way to Africa. Now, I invented a, uh, well, time machine that will also take me to uh, a through a, a wormhole, if you may say, and we've already gone through it, as you may have already noticed, that uh, we can go down to 20,000 BCE and figure out that the number three, three, third, three, turd, turd, sport ever invented is archery. I've never talked about archery on the show, so I'm really excited about this. Evidence suggests that the bow and arrow were invented by the end of the Upper Paleolithic Era. So around, like I said, 20,000 BCE, which makes archery an important part of early human history. It was also used for hunting and is presented through the mythologies of many different cultures. So the act of, and as we go back to the definition of sport, is the act of skill, which is 
precision in archery and the act of working individually that and the exertion of energy and action so archery definitely qualifies as a sport and in its olympic debut in 1900 it was featured every single time up until uh 1920 before returning in 1972 and currently is still a part of the olympics so 1900, 1904, 1908, and 1920 were the only years before 1972 that hosted archery in the Olympics. So, uh, yes, that is that for archery. And extra fact here, ancient Egyptians were one of the first civilizations to regularly use archery for hunting and warfare. Now, personally, I've I've done archery before back in... At, ca- at camp when I was in middle school. And I remember being absolutely terrible at it. And I know archery is also a form of darts. So if you, you know, throw darts at the bullseye, it's obviously the, you know, the throwing version of archery. But um, back in the day, uh, archery was used uh, on obviously, you know, the circular target. And then you had other things as if, let's say, hunters gathered maybe a boar's head or like something else, maybe um, a stuffed animal or like an animal that actually, you know, gets stuffed after preservation. Uh, So what they would do is, is they would hang that boar's head up or the archery target. Usually it'd be like um, uh, an animal so that they can practice the visual aspect of hunting and shoot it away from at least 100 yards 100 yards that's a full football field so um that's insane the fact that like you can practice from that far for hunting and be so precise at it uh it's something else man something else so let's go to number four and uh this one is interesting because i thought it would be earlier in the list but uh it is in fact um 6000 bce The country of origin is unknown. However, oldest depictions are from the Libyan desert. And as a competitive sport, it originates in England. So it is swimming. Swimming. Swim, 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 swim. Swimming was thousands upon thousands of years ago. One of the earliest depictions can be found in the cave of swimmers in the Gulf Kabir Plateau of the Libyan Desert. Archaeological archaeologists, I even said that wrong the second time, believe that the prehistoric drawings show people using the Brett stroke or the doggy paddle. And uh, although people have been swimming since the prehistoric era, swimming did not become a quote unquote competitive sport until the 1800s, in which England made it a competitive sport, and swimming first appeared at the Olympics in 1896, only though as a men's sport. So that is number four, the fourth oldest sport in history. Let's look at the fifth oldest sport. This one surprised me, and I think it's going to surprise a lot of other people, because you thought that this sport would be invented in like the 1800s, 1900s, etc., um, I'm, I'm sure Floyd Mayweather and even Jake Paul will be happy about this one. Boxing is the fifth oldest sport invented in 3000 BCE. The country of origin is ancient southern Mesopotamia by the Sumerian civilization in modern day Iraq. So 
boxing was practically invented in Iraq. And the origins, the origins of boxing can be traced back to the ancient Mesopotamia, the Mesopotamia from the Sumerian civilization. See, I should have known that all these were going to be so hard to pronounce coming into this podcast, um, but that's okay. Other ancient uh, civilizations or cultures boxed barefisted, and the Minoans are, appear to be the first civilization to use boxing gloves. Interesting. So I think about the name the Minoans. The Minoans sounds like the type of tribe I'd be a part of. The Noah in the Minoans. <laughs> yeah, that would be kind of fun. Alrighty, and to finish off the boxing fact here, modern day boxing evolved from the 16th and 18th century prize fights in Great Britain. See, that's what makes sense. I told you, at least the 18th century, at least the 18th century in terms of the competitive nature. So keeping in mind, and as if you've noticed the first five sports I've mentioned, um, you know, they got invented, but they weren't starting competition until a certain time. But the sport was still invented and still being played in the pre, you know, you know, in the BC era, or of course, as I've already mentioned, the Paleolithic era, the Upper Paleolithic era. So uh, let's continue then with some more sports, shall we? Number six. It, uh, this is where it gets interesting because, like, these are sports that you've probably never heard about. Or I've only seen in movies. Number six and seven are those two sports. So let's get into it. I'm really excited to talk about these two. Because um, they're just that interesting. Um, It's Tuchu or Suju. Or otherwise known as Kickball. So Kickball actually wasn't the like baseball version that you think of Kickball is today. But it's actually soccer. So when I mentioned soccer earlier as being invented before everything else, this is technically soccer. However, Tzu is a game made in ancient China, which emerged around the time about 2500 BCE. The objective of Tzu is to kick a ball through an opening in a small net. Now, according to FIFA, FIFA, the Federal International, I don't know, FIFA, the the international soccer organization Tuchu was first mentioned as an exercise in in a military manual dating back to the second and third centuries bce and during the han dynasty 206 bce to 220 ad Tuchu became popular among royal courts and upper classes and the han emperor Wu Di supposedly also enjoyed the sport Tuchu began to decline in popularity during the Ming Dynasty, 1368 to 1644. So, think about soccer. It's the same thing. However, in the net, there's a small hole within the net. So, there's no goaltender. There's no goaltender at all. But there, but instead, there's a small hole in the net where you have to kick the ball through that hole. And it's like soccer. However, no goalie, but a smaller target. So that's the way you guys should look at it. So technically, soccer was invented. And in, in, soccer technically takes the sixth place. However, it's not necessarily soccer. It's more so choo-choo or suju. So that was originated in China. Number seven. You might know this sport by one of my personal favorite movies in the Disney classic Road to El Dorado. So check this out. This sport is called 
the Mesoamerican ball game. It doesn't really have an official name besides that, but it was a popular sport across ancient Mesoamerica and was played by all of this re- region's major civilizations, including the Olmecs, the Aztecs, and the Maya. The game was most likely invented by the Olmec sometime between 2500 and 100 BCE. So what you do in this sport is, if you've seen the movie Road to El Dorado, is you take a ball and you have, it's like sideways basketball. So this is like the earliest form of basketball ever created without a net. So there's a wall, right? On each side of the court, there's a wall running perpendicular And if you'll actually look at the thumbnail for this podcast, you'll see what I'm talking about. So the thumbnail in this podcast is actually the Mesoamerican ballgame in which there's two perpendicular walls and there is a uh, on each side, there is a ring at the top of the wall and in the center of the ring is opening where the ball can fit in. So what you would do is it's kind of like volleyball. You can use your feet. You cannot throw the ball. You can use your hands to hit it. You have to hit it. You have to elbow it, head it, kick it, knee it, hip it, whatever you can do to get it through the hole. And whoever, and and what's interesting is in the road to El Dorado, timing is based off of where the shadow ends up during the game. So each game starts at the same time each day and the shadow, according to where it lands, signals the end of the game. So that's apparently how they told time back in those ages. So I, I think that's really cool. So um, you'd hit the ball through the hoop and you get a point. So um, that is number seven, the Mesoamerican ball game. So I think that's so cool. Cause like in addition to it being a sport, the game was an important part of the Mesoamerican mythology and religion. And some cultures use the game to choose actual human sacrifices for, for religious ceremonies. So people actually died for this game. People literally were like, okay, I'm going to sacrifice myself for the Mesoamerican ball game. It's like me saying, I'm going to sacrifice myself for spring training baseball. And I'm not going to do that because, you know, I'm not going to die for that. Uh, over time, different versions of the game were developed and more modern versions of the game has been developed called Ulama. And it's still played by the indigenous population of the area. So if you want to do more research on that, search up Ulama, U-L-A-M-A. Basically Llama, but with a U at the beginning. All right, number eight, the last one. And you know this sport, and I've tried it before and drastically failed, is gymnastics. Invented in 500 BCE in ancient Greece, gymnastics was developed as a method to prepare men for warfare. During the Greece Hellenistic period from 323 BCE to 31 BCE, the sport became popular with everyday citizens and it was eventually included in the Olympics. After the Romans invaded Greece, the Roman army adopted gymnastics for training purposes and when the Olympics were outlawed in 393 AD, interest in gymnastics declined and the sport was nearly lost. So that's insane. And basically what happened was the recovery of gymnastics was revived in the late 18th century and early 19th centuries who's when two German doctors, Johann Frederick Gutsmuths and Frederick Ludwig Jan, created exercises for boys and young men, including modern pommel horse, horizontal bar, parallel bar, balance beam, ladder, and vaulting horse. So that was recovered back then. How about it? 
How about it? For the first ever episode of Mini Madness. This was a absolute success. Absolute success. So I'm going to stay here in the past. I'm not going to use my time machine anymore. I'm going to stay here in the past. Record Monday Madness Sports Talk from the past. And Mini Madness from the past. Because I want to learn about different sports going on. And then, of course, I'll look into my future telling device to check out what's going on in the live sports world. How about it? So, thank you so much for tuning in and bearing with the technical difficulties that I had earlier today with the time machine, but that's okay. We got it fixed, and we got ourselves figured out because, honestly, I really enjoyed this. Like, like going back and, like, reviewing what sports were like back in the good old days and... You know, how in think about it this way, how small our time window has been in humanity. And like, you know, I was just 63 million years ago with the dinosaurs. And now then all of a sudden, 15,000 years ago. Think about that. And the small window of time of how sports and our society has been and taking that into perspective now as we move out to the real world. And uh, when you whenever you see the next sporting event or watch a, a running event, track and field, Remember how much this sport has been through up until this point and how many people have actually literally sacrificed themselves to make it happen. And I want to thank everyone who works their tails off to make sports happen from the past to the present. Thank you so much for listening to this, the first ever edition of Mini Manus Sports History. Here with your host of Monday Madness Sports Talk, Noah Festenstein. I hope you had a great time just as much as I did. I'll see you next time. Information to this episode was provided by The History of Sports from Mentalich.com and Oldest.org. <laughs>